50 yards on the ground now, something that they did once last season coming in that big win against Liberty. Well, the dogs are certainly running all over the Phoenix today. Run, dogs, run is the motto today. Lewis takes the carries inside the five. He's down to the two. Can they push him forward? No, they cannot. He's down at the three-yard line. Lewis now up at 77 yards on the ground in this one. Tyrell Maxwell's up at 143 for the running Bulldogs. Not a bad day out of your quarterback with plenty of explosive games thus far. Excuse me, explosive plays thus far. A little halt to the action for some substitutions. 13 minutes and counting left in this one. And the Dogs, for maybe the first time all game, actually huddling up. And we'll see Blackman and Lewis in the backfield. Khalil Lewis with the opportunity to possibly score his third touchdown of the game. Man in motion left to right. Maxwell runs into somebody. Somehow keeps himself. He loses the football. And they say the dogs jumped on top of it, but ran into the up back, number 32, Rob Howard, who's actually a linebacker on this team. And sometimes that's what happens. It's a great idea in theory, and it really started, and the one that we all remember is Refrigerator Perry playing out of position as an up back. But sometimes when you don't run with that offense, typically, you get a little lost. And that's what happened on that one, causing the fumble. Well, a good job to recover the fumble to prevent your third turnover of the ball game. And we'll see what the dogs have in store. Horton Henderson to the near side. Adonis Lee to the far side. Estes, the up man. Handoff, nope, keeps it himself. Maxwell walks into the end zone, easy. Boom, baby, another touchdown for the running Bulldogs. Brennan, all three scores have come the same way. Executing very well at running the football in this game are the running Bulldogs. And running the ball has been their specialty, and Maxwell picks up his first touchdown of the season pretty easily. Continues to fake me out, fake the defense out. A fake handoff to Khalil Lewis. Onto the right side, works his way in, touchdown, and Schumacher tops it off with the extra point. The Dogs up 24-6 with 11.43 remaining here in the fourth quarter. It's nice to say it, isn't it, Tyler? Dogs on top. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. And welcome back to this one, 24-6 in favor of the Dogs. Got a little bit of sports news for you folks. 
following the NFL preseason. I figured you might like one of these being a, a Cowboys fan. But starting off, Lane Gabbert named the week one starter over Colin Kaepernick uh, for the 49ers. Gabbert was 3-5 and five last year as the starter for the Niners. And secondly, after being released by the Broncos earlier today, Mark Sanchez is expected to sign with the Dallas Cowboys. So some big quarterback moves in the NFL, but that's not important right now. We have running Bulldog football. Up 24-6 so far, but it seems like Elon's offense has struggled so far. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, this change that we have seen from the Elon Phoenix here in the second half, switching from Connor Christensen to Daniel Thompson, kind of seen some chemistry there. We saw a drop pass on Elon's last possession on a play that there was like a little bit of miscommunication between Thompson and the receiver. But in that first half, Connor Christensen had really developed a chemistry with Joyner, who had five catches for 46 yards, and Thompson has not even looked in the direction of Joyner here in the second half. Yeah, Thompson only completing one pass so far, one of four for 13 yards. That's 100% true. He hasn't even looked that way. But Christensen, at the same time, let's remember, he was on pace to throw 50 passes today. So maybe it was a part of Elon's plan to run the ball a little more. Not 100% sure. But nonetheless, it doesn't matter because the dogs have just ran it down the throat of this Elon Phoenix team. That last drive, 13 plays, 80 yards, and the longest drive we've seen all day, 7 minutes and 22 seconds for the dogs. And Maxwell and Lewis getting the job done. For Gardner-Webb. Schumacher boots that one downfield. It stays in field of play and fumbled and muffed by Demetrius Oliver. The ball rolls out of bounds at the two-yard line, and that's where Elon will open up its first drive of the fourth quarter. You know, maybe Oliver was just a little anxious there as that was really the first opportunity Elon had had a chance to even return a kick with most of Schumacher's kicks going into the end zone, settling for the touchbacks, really the first time that we have seen a returner have to come up and even attempt to field the football to run upfield. Well, he didn't catch it with his hands. He was trying to catch it with his body, and his knee hit the ball out of his hands. And just like that, they're stuck inside their own 10-yard line. Gentry, who's had a pretty busy second half for the Phoenix, takes it forward for a gain of about three yards. It'd be huge if the dogs can just stop him, get the ball back, and continue to run the offense that's been so successful so far today. Now, stat guy, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Dogs have not scored this many points since the win over Liberty. That would be correct. That is correct. Yeah. All right. Trey Lennon with the reception, and the Phoenix are moving the ball a little bit. Trips to the left side for Thompson. Thompson's only a second completion of the day. It was a nice out route, easily designed. Dogs sent forward. Thompson dishes out to his running back, Gentry, who gets tripped up after a gain of maybe a yard or two. That was Dante Gordon, the junior linebacker. Empty backfield for Thompson. Trips to the left, bunches to the right. Aaron Cook's coming on the blitz. Every time I've said that, it looks like he's got towards the quarterback. He doesn't on that one. 
but Trey Lennon just drops a wide open pass. And that's two drops now we've seen in this half by Trey Lennon. Wide open, standing around the 35-yard line, just took his eyes off the football, found a hole in the zone. And it looks like Elon has just lost all momentum they had. Two to each side for Thompson. Drops back, screen play to Gentry. Can he pick up the first down? He will. And a great design by the Elon Phoenix offense. A screen play to the left, and Gentry picks up the first down. See, and that's what I said. That's what I was worried about with that defense that puts five players on the first down marker and only rushes three, and there's no underneath support, especially when you can get some of those hogs in front of the running back. Here come the dogs on the blitz. Throws complete to Oliver who gets brought down by Kenyatta Dunbar. And on that play, we saw Malcolm Summers check back into the game, who left on their previous possession, appeared to be a little banged up, running off the field, holding his hand. He is back into the game. Good to see Summers back on the field. Another flag, flag thrown, excuse me, and it's another... Unsportsmanlike conduct this time it's coming on Elon and again Elon coming into this game in the top 15 in terms of penalties and penalty yardage and this is the third and it might even be the fourth unsportsmanlike conduct penalty we've seen on a team that is typically well disciplined you have to wonder how much of that comes from being down 24 to 6 and a lot of things getting on you easier than they normally would. Thompson looks in the direction, almost picked off! The route was jumped, and somehow Trey Lennon ended up with that football. Josh Carter did a fantastic job jumping that route, just unable to come away through the interception. Almost looked as if it went through Carter's hands and made its way to Lennon, and Lennon able to come away with the completion. Third and long for the Phoenix. The Dogs only send three. And Jeter almost gets to the quarterback. Can he clean up the play? Throws and Thompson. It'll be an incomplete pass. Could have been a fumble. But an incomplete pass with Chad Jeter racing behind him. And going back to the penalties. Gardner-Webb, very disciplined. Day. Two penalties for ten yards. Both happened in the red zone, though. But for the Elon side... Eight penalties for 67 yards on the day. The Dogs force yet another punt. And back to the two-man return game with Kyle Horton standing at the 30. And number one for the Dogs, the corner, Tristan Dozier, standing around the 40-yard line. This one goes to Horton around the 35. He calls for a fair catch. And the Dogs will regain possession with 9.02 remaining in this one. Dogs on top, 24-6. Keep it locked right here on the Bulldogs Radio Network. I have not talked this much in a long time. My voice. 
is no bueno. What was that? Oh, uh, absolutely. Well, we also did research. You know, we, we, we've learned how to do this. I'm not going to say great Twenty-four to six, your score. The running Bulldogs traveling to Road Stadium here in Elon, North Carolina, and they're beating up on the Phoenix twenty-four to six. And they just keep running, Tyler. Just keep running. Two hundred and sixty-six yards on the ground on forty-six attempts. That's an average of five point eight yards per carry. And Tyrell Maxwell leading the way, nineteen attempts for one hundred and forty-five yards. And Khalil Lewis, not to be forgotten, 19 attempts as well for 77 yards and two touchdowns for these running Bulldogs. Tyrell Maxwell needing just 16 more yards through the air to be at 100 yards to have yet another game in his career for throwing and rushing for over 100 yards in a game. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, my friend. I would rather see Tyrell run the football and get up over 150 yards on the ground as the quarterback because that's what's been working. That's exactly what's been working. But as the stat guy that I am, I have to throw hey. that out there. For all of you listening at home, you should you should be with us when we're doing notes and research or just hanging out watching, watching football, watching game tape. And, and this guy throws statistics out that I have never heard in my entire life. Estes in motion. Right to left. Maxwell takes it. Looking for somebody to throw to. And just grounds it into the dirt. Not sure if that's going to be an intentional grounding call or not. We had Jonathan Blackman in the vicinity of the area that he was throwing the football. I think we're good from the aspect of intentional grounding. And there's no flag on the play. It's going to be second and ten for the running Bulldogs. It was a, it was an interesting play call there. A fake screen to Blackman. Turn around to the left and the screen to the receiver. Defense read it perfectly. Maxwell had nowhere to go. He's got trips to the right now, though, as Elon shows the blitz. Takes the snap. Looks. Quick throw to Estes. Estes catches another broken tackle. Spin move. And picks up another first down. And Mike Estes, the Big South's all-time tight end leader in receiving yards and touchdowns, is continuing to get it done here in his senior year in the red and black. Now his fourth catch of the day for 37 yards. Now leading that category for the running Bulldogs. He's Tyrell's favorite target without a doubt. The Dogs continue to move the football. As they're at their own 45-yard line, 24 to 6, 8:25 remaining here in quarter number four. Loaded box for the Phoenix handoff up the middle. There goes Khalil Lewis, picking up two yards. And Brennan, in a game 24 to 6, I agree with you entirely. Running the football is exactly what has been working. But early on in the season, you might want to take the approach of let's see what Tyrell can do 
through the air for moving on in the season if there are situations where you are forced and you have no option but to pass the football because, as you mentioned, there is nothing quite like regular game action. Braylon Collins, the redshirt freshman, split out to the near side. Estes in motion, right to left. Here comes the speed option. Maxwell's going to keep it himself. He's at the 50. He's got a block in front of him. He goes to the 45, steps out of bounds, and a great job by Tyrell Maxwell. He's up over 150 yards rushing on the day. And I think Tyrell, that's the most rushing yards he's had in the game since the Liberty game as well. This might be the best offensive game we've seen from the running Bulldogs since halfway through last year. The Dogs will hurry it up. A lot of young receivers out there, Braylon Collins, Trey Bryce, and Willie Jackson the fourth. Two backs with Tyrell out of the shotgun. He keeps it himself on the read option. He runs left, cuts back right, breaks a tackle, falls forward for a yard. And that's all he'll get as he goes down at the 44-yard line. Seeing a lot more of Blackman here in the second half. As Tyler said earlier, up over 60 all-purpose yards for the young running back. And I like seeing the mix of Blackman, Lewis, and Elijah Perry, something I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, all three of them sophomores, if you can find all three of them roles throughout the next three years of their career, working together, knowing their roles, as you said, Jonathan Blackman kind of gives you that style of looking a little bit like Darren Sproul, somebody that can split out into the slot and make catches as well. Not nearly as small, though. Not even a laugh out of that one, huh? You got a slight chuckle. Slight a slight chuckle? chuckle? Okay, I'll, I'll live with it. Two to the far side, one to the near side. The near side receiver is Willie Jackson, the fourth Blackman, and Lewis in the backfield behind Tyrell Maxwell. Maxwell takes the snap, looks for a quick throw, finds Willie Jackson, the fourth, and picks up a first down. A quick throw, a quick curl route, one of the best routes that the Dogs have found tonight. A quick throw by Maxwell, and that, I believe, is going to get him over 100 yards, Statmaster. Yeah, something that he accomplished two times last year was throwing for over 100 yards and rushing for 100 yards in a game. Now has done so in his first game of the year, now at 102 yards through the air and 154 yards on the ground. Some more pistol action, and the handoff goes to Lewis straight up the middle. Gains a few. That's something I'd like to see more out of the running Bulldogs in terms of the offensive side. Trey Bryce comes from the slot in motion to join Maxwell and Khalil Lewis in the backfield, creating a pistol set that creates endless possibilities. The pistol really becoming popular a few years ago and really ran well by a guy who's now in Cleveland by the name of Robert Griffin III. Well, it's something we saw a lot of out of Kyle Horton last year before he got injured. Trey Bryce kind of filled that role after Horton and Henderson went down last year. Lewis takes the pitch. He's to the outside, finds a seam, and picks up a first down. He is close to the 20-yard line. It looked like a speed option, but Maxwell knew he wasn't going to be able to cut to the outside. Quick pitch to Lewis. He picks up the first down, and now does Lewis. Is Lewis near 100 yards? 
Yeah, Lewis had 82 yards going into that play. Now he is at 90 yards, needs 10 more again to be just the first time since 2011 that Garner-Webb has had two players rush for over 100 yards in a game. Two to the near side, one to the far side. Estes offset Blackman in the backfield, and he's put in motion by Maxwell. Hand off to Blackman straight up the middle. Picks up a yard or two, and Blackman loses his helmet, and he'll have to come off the field for a play as Lewis re-enters. Back in the day, those helmets used to be called brain buckets. Not sure where, where you played. I don't even know if you played high school football, but where we played high school football, they were brain buckets. No, I played middle school football and then focused on soccer in high school, but I had never heard of a helmet referred to as a brain bucket. Uh, that, that, that's, that's Georgia for you right there. Lewis with the carry on the sweep to the outside. He's got a block. He's got the corner. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Boom, baby. Touchdown, dogs. Khalil Lewis's third touchdown of the day, and that is going to do it. That's going to put him over the 100-yard mark. First time since 2011 that Gardner-Webb has two rushes for over 100 yards in a game, and it certainly has been exciting to watch as that now puts them at 314 yards as a team on the ground compared to just 109 through the air. State of what works. The ground-and-pound offense has worked fantastic for the running Bulldogs in this game. Well, 324 remaining in quarter number four, and the Dogs up 30-6 to six pending the extra point. Schumacher up and is the cherry on top of the Sunday. It is good. Dogs up 31-6 to six here in the fourth quarter. And it looks like the dogs are going to run back to Boiling Springs with a victory. Keep it locked right here on the Dogs Radio Network. Thirty-one to six, your score here with three twenty-four left in the fourth quarter. If you're just joining us, well, you've missed a great game on the ground for the running Bulldogs. Over three hundred and fourteen total yards on the ground. If you're just joining us, this is Brendan Boylan alongside me, Tyler Helms. We have Jeff Powell and Travis Roebuck back in the studio, being our directors and producers for. This afternoon's matchup and the reopening of football. Opening up a great gift in terms of the 2016 football season. And the Dogs have opened up red hot on the ground, Tyler. They have been absolutely red hot on the ground. And it's been encouraging to see as coming into this game, Gardner-Webb was just 4-18 and in their last 22 road games come out and had no problem playing on the road today. 
Well, and it looks like we will see, I'm thinking, probably the backups for the last 324 in the game being up 31-6. to This is the most points the Dogs have put up since the upset win against Liberty on homecoming last season. This is the most yards the Dogs have put up in a game since that Liberty game last season. And let's not forget, all 31 points, offensive side of the football. Well, and Brendan, all 31 points have been on the offensive side of the football, but this defense is not to be forgotten. They have held Elon to just six points, and both of those field goals coming after Gardner-Webb turned the football over, and Elon had excellent field position to start those drives, and Gardner-Webb's defense holding them to field goal opportunities on both of them. Well, a short kick by Schumacher, fielded at the 15, trying to make a move and tackle down. At the 27-yard line, that was number 83 for Elon, number 83, Corey Joyner, who we haven't heard a lot of as of late, and Devin Mines, the defensive back, freshman from Charlotte, on the tackle for the Dogs. Oh, yeah, Corey Joyner, all five of his catches going for 46 yards in that first half, all coming from Connor Christensen, as we have seen Daniel Thompson come in and play quarterback for the Phoenix in the second half. And Daniel continues. He looks downfield, throws, and a very good throw by Thompson. If he kept throwing it ahead of his receiver, it was going to be picked off. He throws it behind him, picks up 13 yards and a first down. Deuces to both sides. Thompson out of the shotgun. Here comes the blitz by the dogs. Looks over the middle, throws wide open, finding a seam was number 81 for the Phoenix, Jeremiah Bridges, the 5'10 freshman. And Elon moves the ball in the dog's territory for the first time, I believe, in the entire second half. Well, Brennan, but something else that's interesting here is because of the score, Elon has been forced to run a hurry-up offense, something they ran towards the end of the second half when they came away with that field goal. Look, they've executed well when they've had to run a hurry-up offense, something you wonder why they may not have ran more of in this football game. Well, that one's dumped down to the running back number 30, Malcolm Summers, who makes a move and picks up a few extra yards. Second and five from the 28-yard line. Trips to the near side for the Phoenix. Lone man to the far side. Aaron Cooks comes on the blitz, can't find the quarterback, and that one's dumped into the flats. Made a move and a big tackle by number one, Tristan Doiger. 81 on the reception for the Phoenix. Number 81, yeah, Jeremiah Bridges, yeah. who just had that huge catch. Yeah, it's been Jeremiah Bridges on this drive for the Phoenix. No catches before this drive. Now four catches for 54 yards. Seen a lot of different players come in for this Phoenix offense. Thompson looks, fires, throws, picked off! It's picked off at the 5! Running it out to the 20, the 25, and brought down around the 25-yard line. What a big first game as a starter for number 51, Kenyatta Dunbar. Dunbar has had himself a fantastic game. A couple of big tackles in this game, and a player I said to not be forgotten about. As it's easy to forget about those inside linebackers with as good as Aaron Cook and Chad Jeter are on the outside. Kenyatta having himself a fantastic game, and the interception just icing on the cake. And the Dogs will start their drive from the 25, 142 
remaining in this one. And the backups are definitely in the game. Brody Rollins comes in at quarterback and changes, it seems, all over the offensive line and the receiving core. Handoff up the middle. That was to number 23 for the Dogs. Robert McCoy, no, excuse me. That was to number 28 for the Dogs. Jalen Kale. Excuse me, Cagle. Freshman from Kannapolis, North Carolina. And it looks like the dogs are going to run out the clock. Well, Tyler, final thoughts on this game for the running Bulldogs. They have done exactly what we expected that we would see them do, Brennan, would be try to pound the ball up the middle. Oh, here goes Cagle. Hits a spin move, had a little bit of space. He's out across the 35-yard line. And I'm sorry, I thought that he had an opportunity to take that one to the house. Well, he had just one more defender to beat there, and he might have done exactly that. And we see yet another running back come in and execute on the ground for this running Bulldogs team, and that's what they have done all day. And, Brendan, that's kind of what we thought we would see from this running Bulldogs offense, but I don't know if we quite thought that we would see them execute it this well. 325 total rushing yards on the day, and we'll see if they get another snap in. I think they're going to have to get one more before this game is over. Well, a great day and a great showing for the running Bulldogs, especially Khalil Lewis and Tyrell Maxwell. We'll talk more about them as soon as this one is over. One last run play, one last handoff, 14 seconds and ticking off the clock, and... The Dogs are just going to walk to the sideline. This one is over. In the season opener for the running Bulldogs, they go on the road and defeat the Elon Phoenix right here at Rhodes Stadium in Elon, North Carolina, by the final score of 31-6. to When we come back, we'll break down the game and have a short closing statement on game number one. Stay right here for the post-game wrap-up here on WGWG.org. 